okay, Easter's coming. Can you believe it? This Sunday is Palm Sunday. Then a week from tomorrow will be Good Friday. And then we have Easter Day. Now, the message is going to be a little shorter because we're going to do communion in our groups today. But the Lord, I kind of want to go over E-A-S-T-E-R for Easter. E is early. A is for a.m. or morning. S is for Sunday, because I'm going to read to you from Luke, but it's the first day of the week. T is for tomb. E is for empty. R is for risen. So in Luke 24, and I'm going to start actually in 23, chapter 23, and read uh, starting at verse 55. It says, um, and the women who had come with him, Jesus from Galilee, followed after, and they observed the tomb and how his body was laid. Then they returned and prepared spices and fragrant oils, and they rested on the Sabbath according to the commandment. Now, 24. Now, on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they and certain other women with them came to the tomb, bringing the spices which they had prepared. But they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. Then they went in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And it happened, as they were greatly perplexed about this, that, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. Then, as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and the third day rise again. Ladies, for Christians, this is what Easter should be about, the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, God's only begotten Son. The world um, and believers or not observe Easter. Um, they celebrate it with cards and candies, and often they get together on, on Easter Day. But Easter also, a Greek word for it is Pasha, P-A-S-C-H-A. And as Chris mentioned, it's also called Resurrection Day. And we know Easter is linked to the Jewish Passover, which com commemorates the Jewish exodus um, from slavery in Egypt. And Jesus declared during a meal, during Passover, and we know it is the Last Supper, that the bread that was broken was his body, the cup was filled and would um, represent his blood that would be shed. And that service has become for us our communion service as we take the bread and the cup and remember his death. Um, but as it relates to Passover, the Passover lamb was slain and the blood applied to the doorposts. And as the angel of death was sent through the city, it passed over any home that had the blood applied. Well, it's the same. Jesus is our Passover lamb. And his blood, when applied, the angel of death of eternal separation from God passes over us. And so we need to be remembering that this is what Easter is all about. Um, we've been delivered from a bondage uh, to sin, its power and its penalty, even as the children of Israel were delivered out of their bondage of slavery in Egypt and were brought into basically a new life. They were given freedom. And as born-again believers, we've been given a new life, led out of the old 
into the new. We've been set free, no longer enslaved to that bondage of sin and the sin, the power that it held over us, and certainly the penalty that would have awaited us had we not put our faith in Jesus Christ. We've been given that freedom from the old nature, and we've been given a new nature. We've been given a new purpose, a new path to walk, a new purpose for living, one that leads to spending eternity with our Lord. Um, many also observe the 50 days after Easter, which was Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit was poured out. And for us, it's the Holy Spirit being poured out, empowering us to live as a witness, that we can live as an overcomer, overcoming our sin nature, the world, and the, the, the um, trappings of the enemy, the attacks of the enemy. Now, I looked up Easter because I kind of wanted to see a little bit more about the history of Easter. The egg that we so, you know, attribute to Easter was an ancient symbol of new life and rebirth. The eggs I read in the church were originally stained red in memory of Jesus' shed blood. Where the Easter bunny comes from, I don't know. Probably the same place Santa Claus came from. But they're supposedly benevolent uh, creatures or beings that come to give gifts. Well, I don't know about you, but for me, bunnies distract from the true meaning of Easter. All the commercial trappings of the world to take away our observance of Jesus and his death and resurrection. But God, and I'm going to share some verses, having raised up his servant Jesus, sent him to bless you in turning away every one of you from your iniquities. That's Acts 3, uh, 26. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. That's 1 Peter 1, verse 3. In Romans 5.10, we're just told we've been saved by his life. Now, I have a different Easter, a different E-A-S-T-E-R. Uh, e is for every believer. A is should acknowledge as Savior. Every believer should acknowledge our Savior and that the tomb, the T for tomb, where he was buried after dying for the sins of the world, is E empty. So a couple of these words are the same. It is empty. We need to recognize the cross is empty. We don't serve a Jesus that's still hanging on the cross or that has to go back to the cross over and over again. He declared it is finished. His work on the cross is finished. He paid in full our debt. And so the cross is empty and the tomb is empty. Because our he is risen. He's risen indeed. He's alive. And he gives us new life. And we need to recognize that we are serving a living Savior. All these other gods out there are dead. They never did have life. Our God has life and gives life. Don't celebrate Easter, ladies, in this season the way the world does. Recognize the suffering that Jesus experienced and endured on your behalf. Um, I didn't put it in the lesson, but go back to the garden where he agonized, praying, if there's any other way, let this cut pass for me. But he knew there wasn't any other way to save mankind, and he wanted to save man. He loved human beings. He loved you. He loved me. And he, 
he suffered in the garden, though, as if it were great drops of blood that he sweat. Um, he was taken before the courts of men and mocked and ridiculed and falsely accused. And he, as a lamb, opened not his mouth. He, he let them say and do uh, what they were so cruelly doing, crucified a cruel death because that's why he came. He came to die in our place. He was forsaken of his father, so we would never be forsaken. Don't you love the verse that where he tells us, I'll never leave you nor forsake you? Well, it's because he was forsaken by his father. So we would never have to be forsaken. He took the wrath of God. And if you went through the study of Nahum, the book of Nahum, we learned about the wrath of God. And we're, we don't have to experience the wrath of God poured out against sin because Jesus took it on our behalf. But we need to remember that and recognize that. But the good news is we've been raised to new life. Uh, Jesus was raised to life from the dead, conquering sin, conquering death. And that's that same power that, that gives us new life and that will resurrect our bodies um, or rapture us. Whether we're raptured as a church or we die individually and we're, we're given that new life in Christ to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. That's the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. That's the same power that gives us victory on a day-to-day -day basis as we die to self as we walk as an overcomer, all because of the Lord. So I would encourage you, you're going to be able to talk about some of these ideas yourself, but one of the things, decorate with lambs. Don't decorate with bunnies if you decorate. Make a lamb cake, and if you don't have a, a cake mold, I've got one you can borrow. I remember the year I made a lamb cake, and you cover it in I mean, fro white frosting and then put coconut all around it. It's the lamb that we're focusing in on. And here are some verses that you can share if you get together with people about Jesus being the lamb, the Passover lamb. John 1, 29 says, Behold, the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Now, you're going to be able to find other verses, but these are just a few. 1 Corinthians 5, 7, For indeed Christ, our Passover, was sacrificed for us. 1 Peter 1, 18 and 19, that we've been redeemed with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without spot or blemish. That was one of the requirements for the Passover lamb, had to be without blemish, it had to be without spot. And Jesus is the only sinless human being that has ever walked this earth, fully God, but also fully man. Revelation 19, 9 speaks of the marriage supper of the lamb. And Revelation 21, 9 tells us that the bride, you and me, is the lamb's wife. Revelation 21, 23, when speaking about the new Jerusalem, tells us the lamb is its light. We don't need street lights in heaven. We don't need electricity in heaven. Jesus is the light. Revelation 22, 3 speaks of the throne of the lamb. Jesus is the King of kings and Lord of lords, and he's the lamb upon the throne. Make a crown of thorns. Go out and cut a thing off your rose bush, or if you've got a bougainvillea, whatever, make a crown of thorns. Get large nails and put a nail at every place setting if you're having the uh, company 
or tie a red bow on it and talk about how he took the nails. He shed his blood for us. Dye eggs, but dye them red. Or go get some Christian stickers and decorate the eggs with stickers if, if you're into the egg and the egg hunting. And if you hide eggs, then tell whoever's going to go look for them that it's like Mary and the women going to the tomb to look for Jesus. Bring in the story of Easter, what Jesus went through, what Easter is all about. Um, you can do um, or color the eggs in the colors of the salvation story. You know, the salvation bracelets that you make if you have teenagers, get the beads and let them make a bracelet. But black, right, represents sin. The red represents the blood of Jesus. White is what we become as we put faith in Jesus Christ. Blue, I think, represents heaven. Green represents growth. Some put gold, also the streets of gold in heaven. Uh, you can also take those same colors and get jelly beans and pick out those colors and put them in a little baggie with a little, you know, paper that tells them what the colors represent. Bring the gospel into it, regardless of if you're meeting with believers or not. Do baskets, but put in chocolate crosses or lambs, if you can find them. And I do know there are stores that carry those. They're few and far between, but look for those things. Put in books about Easter. So I know you're going to be able to share lots of these ideas that you have in group because that was part of the lesson on how you can stay focused on Jesus and how you can, uh, you know, represent him and keep him in the center of your celebrations. But as born-again believers, if we don't celebrate Easter for what Easter truly is, then who will? The world won't. People that don't know the Lord aren't going to celebrate his death and resurrection. So I encourage you to stay focused on Jesus and what he did on your behalf so that you can truly celebrate his death and his resurrection this season. So Lord, we do thank you that you've given us freedom to do that. And I pray you give each one of us boldness and creativity, Lord, that whether we meet with just our own immediate family or uh, have extended family or friends that we gather with, Lord, whether we're just a witness out in a, a restaurant or going to and from church, Lord, help us to stay focused on you and buy up every opportunity you give us to point people to what Easter truly is about, even as we do at Christmas, Lord, pointing to you. Jesus is the reason for the season, and truly, Jesus, you are the reason for this season as well. So, Lord, I pray you bless the discussion groups as they go over the lesson and as they take communion, Lord. We thank you for the privilege we have of doing that. So, Lord, thank you for this morning. Thank you for the women that are here. Thank you for this upcoming season, Lord. May we truly stay with our eyes fixed on you until you return. In Jesus' name, amen.